Welcome to the Travelling Senorita, episode 132. I've made it off the island of Australia overseas. So exciting. Uh, I will start with this, uh, I guess, um, advice that Katrina Roundtree put out a couple of weeks ago on her TV show. If you're going to travel in this post-pandemic world, the new earth, it just takes lashings of patience and kindness, which I think you should have anyway, but you know, we're human. We don't, I don't know, sometimes we fail at, at, at patience. I definitely do. But that was the best advice I had before I stepped off the island of Australia to embark on a journey, a long journey, the long way around to Europe. Um, as we all know, the aviation industry at the moment is copying a bit of a smashing as far as um, staff and strikes and fuel costs, um, the list goes on. And it is pretty much the post-pandemic uh, hangover, really, of um, what we knew was coming for the travel industry, in particular, the aviation industry. So tourism and travel are back uh, and people want to go and they just want to get away and travel again and, and see the world. But of course, the aviation industry needs to keep up with that demand. So demand is high and supply is low, uh, as in staff and exorbitant costs. So flying out of Australia was difficult per se. Strongly advise a travel agent. I used to do a lot of it on my own because I've been in the tourism sector for you know a few decades, but I just would never ever not use a uh, travel agent. And I have a pearl of a one called Vanessa DeCartley, who is part of the Travel Associates uh, crew. And she's a dear friend of mine, but also somebody that just knows how to navigate her way through and is patient and calm when things go wrong for her clients. She goes above and beyond. So shout out to Ness because she got us some great deals out of Singapore. So I thought I'd start today with a bit of a run around Singapore. Had a great time, 24 hours. So we were uh, expected to do three flights, three lots of 18, of three lots of 18, three lots of eight, um, equating to 24 hours to get into Paris. Best way for us to do that was to stop off at Singapore uh, purely because the flights there were a third of the price that we are getting quoted out of Australia at the moment. So Ness got us fantastic uh, return flights to Paris for around 13.50. Um, which was incredible. And then the theory was to get, to grab a, a low-cost carrier into Singapore. However, I guess a few other people jumped on that bandwagon. So those flights from Gold Coast into Singapore with Scoot were just doubling daily. Uh, so we had to work out another way to get there or we were going to be paying a lot more than if we had have booked the whole uh, leg from Australia. So Ness came up with a plan to get us a Qantas flight into Sydney and then a BA flight into Singapore, which went super smoothly. I tried uh, to take, well, I did actually take carry-on luggage because I just had this feeling that with uh, staff shortages across the globe that we could be in trouble with our baggage. Uh, my son, Will, checked his in and we both ended up um, being blessed with luggage at the other end. So 
Uh, I, I managed to stay under seven kilos uh, with a bit of my um, excess luggage going into Will's check-in bag, but that all went really smoothly, landed in Singapore, taxi straight into the hotel and wandered around Singapore, Singapore for 24 hours. So I wanted to talk today about how to do that with ease and how to get yourself from Singapore airport into the hotel area that we stayed in. So we chose to stay in a hotel, Novotel on Stevens, which is also part of Mercure. It's two hotels um, separate but adjoined with their eateries and precincts. That's uh, probably about 25 minutes from the airport and an affordable way is to catch a taxi. It didn't cost much at all, around about 30 Australian dollars to get us from the airport to the Novotel on Stevens. And it only just reopened. So three days that hotel had been open and I didn't even realize that because it was not skipping a beat in the staffing of that hotel. Everything ran super smoothly. It's a beautiful hotel, um, gorgeous uh, artworks adorning walls and staff were friendly and fantastic. There's a, um, an, eat- an eatery, uh, eating, sorry, an eatery precinct there. So lots of um, restaurants dotted around that hotel area. It's not far to walk to um, Orchid Avenue and I would say it's around about 30 minutes um, to walk. So it's in a good spot, not far from the airport, not far from Orchid Avenue. Sorry, it's Orchard Avenue. Beg my pardon. And then you get down into um, Marina Bay Sands area, which is a fair bit further down. So we opted to take cabs in and around Singapore because they were affordable and it is really hot when you land and, you know, slightly jet lagged in a different time zone. So Singapore down to the Bay of Gardens, which is just stunning down there with the big sculptured trees um, and gorgeous garden areas with the uh, magnificent crowning uh, Marina Bay Sands that looks over the whole of the gardens. We went uh, up to the rooftop there. That's a great thing to do. Is um, it, It's not that affordable to be frank. It's around about 50 Australian dollars to get to the rooftop, which doesn't have a restaurant open or anything really. You just go up there and grab a uh, a coffee or a, a Singapore sling and walk around. But the views up there are magnificent of the whole of Singapore and you really get a, a feel of what's um, the expansive city that is on the island of Singapore. I believe there's around about 7 million people that reside on Singapore, hence why there is a lot of build-up um, and apartment living. But it seems to run really um, smoothly. I would call it OCD. Everything's really clean, Uh, contemporary, uh, friendly, and yeah, lots of fun vibes going on in Singapore. Around the Marina Bay Sands area is, you know, for example, there's a big sculpted metal apple that literally sits on the water, which is an apple shop. So that's interesting. And Louis Vuitton literally has his own island uh, that you walk through, you know, almost like a gallery of Louis Vuitton uh, onto the island. And that's magnificent. Um, And the Marina Bay Sands Precinct is just full of shops. 
an underground shopping centre. I think it goes a few levels down and and a magnificent uh, museum as well and gallery. So all about the shopping, all about the contemporary vibes and the fun. Uh, But I also like the older side of Singapore. So you can't go to Singapore without going to the Raffles Hotel, which has had a a bit of a refresh um, through 2019 to 2020. And it's just looking stunning. It's been polished, but still has that uh, plantation feel. Um, I always feel like I'm a little bit in kind of that Dutch, Sri Lankan sort of era when I go to uh, Raffles and Singapore and it's just got the sights and the smells you know you can really smell that Asian the Asian food and the vibes Um, and yeah you can't go past Raffles and going up to the bar and um, you know having a Singapore sling and cracking open your peanuts and throwing the shells on the floor it's all part of the experience and yeah that's um, really something about Singapore that I like it's it's got its own flavor and culture and you know literally on an island and it's um definitely unique to itself but progressive at the same time um and just around the corner from the Novotel on Stevens are the botanical gardens which are again a really beautiful side of Singapore a relaxing place to just go and hang out um it is pretty hot as and you know they were telling me that the humidity stays the same pretty much all year and you don't get under about I think it's, it's, it settles at about 28 degrees with not really dropping under about 22. So it's definitely a warmer climate and, yeah, lots going on in Singapore. Easy to get around, friendly service, clean, very clean island and great place to stop on your long haul to Europe. So I suggest staying at the Novotel on Stevens and which is also joining the Mercure if you want a more of a family-friendly, cheaper version, I guess. Uh, But they share the same restaurants and breakfast areas. So it's really cool to see two hotels working together like that. And yeah, as I said, pretty quick to the airport and then you can transit through and get to Europe. My next podcast is going to be uh, 48 Hours in Paris. Uh, what a fun time I had there and then I'm going to be doing uh, a bits about the 13-day Spain intensive cruise that I'm currently on with Azamara. So first stop will be Bilboa and we will be there in uh, by 6am tomorrow morning. It's currently 4pm uh, sailing around just about to come out through the heads at the top Um of Spain in southwest France so super exciting about reporting around Europe and ah oh, just to be traveling again it's just so nice and I'm finding people are really calm and they're just being grateful to be back you know there's a little bit of like tension with cancelled flights and strikes but generally speaking people just seem to be really relaxed and happy to be out and about again I know I certainly feel really grateful to have this experience and to be one in up in north spain it's just like northern spain and um southwest france again it's just making my heart sing so glad you guys are coming along for the journey with me and thanks for tuning in as always traveling senorita adios ciao